Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tolier Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi. We got Luke with us. Oh, wait. I forgot to say it's me, Molly, but we do got Luke with us. Uh, do we have to record a podcast tonight? I'm so sleepy. And I got so much work to do still. All right. Okay. Yeah. Did you call, did you call Tina? Nah, nah, oh, Molly. Look at all this work I gotta do. I gotta get that idol on the episode edited. You think I started that yet? Of course not. Call that bitch up. Wait, I know you did start that already. Uh, or at least you talked about starting it. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I also talked about calling Tina, and I haven't done that yet, neither. <laughs> Audrey, what happened to you? <laughs> Audrey, what happened here? Well, you know, bank explosions do a lot to you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. and also evil dark yeah. lodge sexual assault while you're in a coma. Right. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then that's giving true. birth to a hell spawn. Yeah. A that boy. Spawn, that please. boy ain't right. Yeah. That boy, that boy ain't right. <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, what are you even doing? He does just say that. <laughs> Uh, what have I been doing? I've been still plinking away at Skyward Sword. I'm close to the end of it. I thought I was going to finish it before this, but I'm, I'm like, right before the last dungeon. Um, the good parts of that game are so good. <laughs> and the bad parts, they're not dog shit, but, like, they're, you hit a point in, like, the last chunk of that game where it is clear they were like, ooh, this should be longer than it is, but we cannot make any more content. Um, how can we pad this one out, guys? <laughs> Um, so I, I do have to ask. Yeah. How much of the good shit is there? Like, true, um, like, truly. Truly, like, good, excellent shit. Um, there are seven dungeons in that game. I would call two, I would call three of them some of the best dungeons in any Zelda game, period. Hmm. Uh, then one is, like, solid, a good one, and then the last two are, like, fine, whatever, you know? Does that add up right? No. The, two of them are solid, two of them are fine. You get what if I mean. That, if that was the case, <laughs> this game would be much more well-known or or, or uh, held in higher regard, I feel. Uh, well, here's the thing. I think most people... Listen, that game has the slowest goddamn start of that you've ever seen. It takes a while to get to the good parts, and it's real boring until you do. Hmm. Kind of sounds uh, like it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, listen... Also, you know, there's a lot, you know, people played Final Fantasy 13 or whatever. It's not that bad. You know, it takes 
three to four hours as opposed to that game where it's like, well, you know, after 20 hours, it really opens up. It's not like that. But, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of cutscenes at the start that aren't that fun. There's a lot of tutorial shit. And then you also, you know, in the original version, have the motion controls, which are just going to be a non-starter for a lot of people. Yeah. Even though I, I liked them at the time. I think they're, you know, they're about as good as motion controls are going to be, you know? Um, sure. I, it's nice that this version doesn't have them. Or, you know, you can turn them off. Um, but yeah, like, a lot of the back half temples, really cool. Uh, the last engine I've got to do, it's like... Um, you know those, like, sliding picture puzzles that are in a lot of video games? Yeah. Where you have, like, the, the eight tiles that you got to slide around to, like, make a picture? Yeah. It's that, but it's a dungeon, and each tile is a room in the dungeon, so you have to slide them around to, like, rearrange the dungeon, and, like, rooms being adjacent to other rooms will, like, make them behave differently. It's a really cool idea. Okay, but is it good? Yeah! Hmm, okay. Because <laughs> when you say it's a really good idea... No, it, it's a really it's cool idea good. that they executed well. Okay. <laughs> yes. The part where, like, you finish the first three dungeons, and then it's like, oh, shit, there's, like, this boss fight out in the field you have to do. You know, not the same thing, but, you know, we talked about the jousting thing in Twilight Princess. Sort of a similar vibe to that. Uh, it's like a big kaiju monster that you gotta stop and, like, seal up again. And then you, like, run around, do some NPC side quest stuff. And then before you can move on, ooh, you gotta fight that thing a second time. It broke back out. <laughs> Whoa. It's been maybe an hour since you fought it. Time to fight it again. Yeah. And then you later on, you will fight it a third time. <laughs> I'm pretty much good. Yeah. That part, not so good. That's one of those things I'm saying. We're like, okay, how the can Miyamoto we... rules the threes. We gotta pad this son of a bitch out. What do we do? Uh, okay, we finished. You got through all six dungeons. You're ready to go to the seventh dungeon. Ah, but you're going to need a song to do that, aren't you? And it's going to have to be... Mm, you're going to have to get one-third of that song from each of the three zones in the game. And boy, oh boy, you know none of those fucking dragons are going to give you the parts of the song. Nope. Unless you do bullshit for a while for them. Tell you what, we threw a bunch of music notes around the forest area, so go play Banjo-Kazooie for a while, you fuck. And then we'll <laughs> let you play Zelda some more. This game sounds bad. This, I know you're this, describing a bad part of the game. Yes, but it's it's uneven. It's really uneven. Um, it is. I I am coming away with a more positive impression of it than I had in like 2011, but it's still pretty low on my Zelda rankings. Yes, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, like it's not as bad as I thought it was, and the better parts, the good parts are better than I remembered them being. But yeah, it's still not like an all timer by any means. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. That's been about it for me. I've had a longer work week this week. I was, like, training a new guy, so... Uh, been busy, other than that. All right. Uh, Ashley, what are you doing? Uh, I got fired. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Not technically, but... Uh-huh. I was, my contract ended and they decided not to renew it, mm. which I am choosing to to frame as fired. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a fair framing. Uh, so I will have to get another job. Right. So patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah, give Ashley your fucking money. <laughs> More than ever, give Ashley your fucking money. Yeah, I, yeah, I. I liked my job a lot, but 
might be time to move on. Yeah. In fact, it is time to move on because they did not give me a choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I Disney Dreamlight just updated. You can add now be friends with Scar. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to be friends with Scar. Yeah. Uh, it seems like in a game about, you know, gardening and farming, letting the guy in that turns like a bountiful uh, wilderness into a barren wasteland is a bad call. But who, who am I to talk? Uh, apparently they have a joke about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, I, I have not seen it yet because I haven't gotten the the little thing. But uh-huh. uh, apparently that there is a, a funny line about that. Okay, okay. Uh, I also have been playing uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Oh, that's the, like, Musou? Yes. How's, how's that treating you? Uh, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I had, uh, you know, played three, ho- uh, three Houses. Yeah. And I think that this weirdly does, like, you know, they have, like, the, the Musou versions of, like, Breath of the Wild and Legend of right. Zelda. And... They are totally fine. Sure. Um, I think they integrated all of the kind of modern era Fire Emblem stuff into this really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all of your uh, support conversations and, like, you know, getting people working together better and yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. I think they have adapted that really well uh, and kind of, you know, that element of tactics to it. Uh, and I think that they... Uh, it's, you know, along the same, it's a, like, different timeline, but the same kind of events occur of right. three houses. But I think that they've solved a lot of the things that, like, bugged me in three houses. Uh-huh. So basically, you have a, your main character is this new mercenary character who, at one point, is, uh gets their shit fucked up by Byleth from uh, Three Houses. Oh, okay, yeah. And so you decide that you're going to, like, make it your journey to track down and kill Byleth. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's a fun setup for that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you end up saving the the three, like, lords rather than in Byleth, and so oh. you kind of get into the, uh, the houses. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's like an interesting alternate universe thing, and there's like so many moments in that story where I was like, well, why don't these two people just like like work together because of this? Like they right. have the same goal. They're just like they you know they need you to have to fight people, <laughs> right? Uh, and they get they do better with that here. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that being annoying in Three Houses. We're just like. The other characters are more evil if you're not there, which... Yes. Yeah. I think some people try to say, like, well, right, that's because Byleth's influence isn't there to temper it. No, it's because they needed you to fight guys in the video game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, both everyone seems, like, way more reasonable mm-hmm. in this game, where it's like, man, war fucking sucks, but right. uh, I guess we gotta do some child warfare. Guess we gotta do some war. Uh, and... Other than that, yeah, it's it's a good time. Uh, I also checked out, they did a Minecraft Batman. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and like I, they did a little adventure map, and that's kind of fun. You could do some puzzles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, today, I they they reskinned all of the uh, creatures in the game to be uh, henchmen for uh, all the various villains. Mm-hmm. So that means that the fox is a hench person of uh, Harley Quinn because it just has a giant mallet in its mouth <laughs> god uh and of course harley quinn and poison ivy team up right of course yeah uh yeah that's fun i also watched 2001 a space odyssey hey hey that's film. a movie that's a movie i heard um, of that one it's one of those ones where i was like it never really kind of worked for me like it never yeah. synced up so i have to say that it is only a triumph of you know cinematography and visual effects and right right editing and not you know one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those things where it's like even if i like don't because i i don't want to say don't like it but like even if it didn't like fully connect with me, I still can't say that it's not like amazing. <laughs> right, right. The the thing to me about that movie is just remembering how they just didn't fucking have computer effects when they made that thing, which makes every special effects shot in that movie. I don't know how you do any of them. Yeah, like the one that I know that is like fucking insane. Yeah, is that they have a really close up shot of a pen floating through space right right and then a guy picks it up so it's not like yeah. on a wire yeah D- do you know how they did that i have no fucking clue how they did that it's taped to a giant pane of glass oh okay with like and the glass is super super clean and they did the tape in a way that it's super super clean wow and they are moving the glass through the scene right right man it's just like, oh man, that's fucking insane. That's wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, like everything with like the ending bit. I don't know how you do any of that without a computer. Yeah, apparently, it, like took like a year. Y'all bet. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, man, this seems fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the movie when I was like twenty. I was like home from college and was like at a friend's apartment and like. A bunch of people that I didn't even know that were, like, friends of friends of them were, like, crammed in yeah. here, and it was, like, pitch dark, and they just put 2001 on, and uh, I, like, at the time, I had a bad time. It was, like, really long and really boring. I was like, this sucks. Uh, but then it's the kind of thing where, like, okay, but also I, like, think about that movie all the time, and, like, I don't really want to rewatch it because I think I'll be bored again. But I appreciate that I have, like, the memory of those images in my head, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. Like, the the part that everyone kind of talks about uh, when, like, in popular culture of 2001 is, yeah. like, an hour in the middle of the movie with Hal. Right. Which, God, it's so fucking funny when Hal is, like, the, the guy gets back into the spaceship and Hal's just like... All right, now I know I went a little wild there. (laughs) (laughs) But I need to tell you, everything's cool now. (laughs) You don't have to unplug me. Dave, I don't see how we can move on from this if you don't forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I I I have been working with my ac- accountability program. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, check the data pad. I put a notes app apology on it while you were out in the th- outside. Yeah, that that part's just great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there's like thirty minutes to the front that's just like monkeys beating up other monkeys, right? And sick. like screaming. Yep. Less. Uh, and then there's like twenty minutes of oh, this guy like is going through space on like a business trip. Well, there's about 20 minutes of a spaceship docking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, classical music plays and nothing else happens. Yeah. And then that hour of how. Yeah. Uh, and then about 30 minutes of just LSD. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the end of the movie. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mo- Molly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm playing Dead Space. Uh, okay. Which is a video game about dead guys in space. That's yes. true. I've heard of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm playing Much like a- 2001. <laughs> <laughs> is it about dead guys? Uh, there's a dead. Yeah, there's some dead guys. There's some okay. dead guys. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm playing that for journal, and then uh, I don't think I've honestly done very much else. It's been a, but uh, I edited a podcast. Yep. Uh, and I've been working a lot, and I have been purchasing various items so I can go take a vacation. Hell yeah! Yeah, you know. Oh, so I guess we could say now on on the podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, no, no episode week of November 9th. Yeah. Uh, should be fine. You're gonna hear this on the 26th. We should be fine next week, the second. Uh, but w- there will not be an episode for sure on the 9th. Right. Uh, and there should be one on the 16th, barring unforeseen circumstances. Correct. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. For 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 that. Um. So yeah, we're only gonna we're only gonna miss one during that whole thing, uh, and that should be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, happens now. Then. <laughs> Excuse me. So yes, the skip weeks don't come. <laughs> They've come so much so much less often this year because we're not all trying to avoid watching the show. It's true. I yeah. listen. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a a decent pain tolerance. Yeah, but. Uh, it gets worse when I have to go home and watch Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not adding more. Right. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's just not something There have definitely been weeks do. where I've been like, ooh, this absolutely was going to be a skip week if we were still doing Reprise Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this instead- is like on a, this is on the fence and the only thing tipping it over <laughs> Is that we get to hang out with our good friend Dale Cooper. That's right. Uh, yeah, it turns out when you are watching things that you like, you want to do the podcast more. Yeah, wild. It, it turns out when the content is good, you know. Anyway, can't wait for that Totally Spy Season 7. Jesus. Uh, that, uh, that... <laughs> who's the account? Uh, it is... Hang on, Cult let me of find Alex. it. Cult of Alex. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for sending the tweet. <laughs> Very funny. 
Um, I this isn't the point of the tweet, but it is very funny to see this room where they're doing like a panel about uh-huh. season seven of Totally Spies. Yeah, uh, and there's a, a a number of chairs, a large number of chairs, and a uh, maybe dozen a dozen people in the room. <laughs> yes, to watch the presentation about Totally Spies season seven because <laughs> nobody fucking cares. <laughs> I'm just saying we could get an interview. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. I Um, remember back in like 2015, TWA got an interview with like one of the comic writers for Power Rangers. Like, oh, oh, we're doing this? Wow, this is a real different direction for us. And then never again. Never again? (laughs) Never anything like that. Have you, I mean, I don't know if anybody's tried to. I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) bothered. It was fun. That was fun to do. I was going to say, weren't you on that? Yeah, I was on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I asked her, how do you write a good Power Rangers story and, like, be faithful to the source material when the source material is dog shit? <laughs> <laughs> good question. Uh, yeah, I, I bet that was... I was, like, trying to be tactful. I was like, I mean, how do you adapt that when, like, the source material is so, like... And she was like, you can say bad. <laughs> Uh, a thin is what I'm a thin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, they fixed Clover's hair. That's the most important thing they to did. come out of <laughs> to come out they, of this. They fixed her dumb helmet hair. So. What the fuck was that? Yeah, they really goofed it. They goofed it. Uh, J- Jerry's in the show. That's and three other people who we don't know. That's that's I, what we look to me like Mandy. The one on the left looks Mandy-ish to me. People are saying that, but the thing says it's three other new characters. Okay, well maybe I don't know. Not. Yeah, Brandy, Brandy, man, Mandy is fucking dead. Oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah, Whoop finally obliterated the smoothie spies. Okay, anyway, we have to talk about something God. good because I'm not doing this anymore. God, oh boy, all the bits, uh-huh. <laughs> the graveyard. This is what of you. This is what you two want. Top of. This is what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> You're asking us to Frankenstein a fucking <laughs> just 70 different bits that suck. Yeah. <sighs> okay, anyway. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. This week we talked, uh, well, well, we watched, we're about to talk about, about Twin talk. Peaks The Return Part 12, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Limited Event Series Part 12, a.k.a. Twin Peaks Season 3 Episode 12, a.k.a. Let's rock. Dumb. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny in the moment, but the farther away I get from it, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of dumb. I think Laura Dern delivers it well. She does her best. I don't. Th- <laughs> I just don't think it's a good line. That's all. I, I. I mean, listen. It's better when it happens in the original show. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's more casual in the original show. It just yeah. kind of tossed off. Yeah, it, it's definitely a moment. This is where supposed it's to be like... epic callback, and I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I think in the terms of epic callback is is you're right. I can see that. Uh best version <laughs> of it still Firewalk with me. The just the lipstick on the windshield. That's good shit. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh anyway. Anyway, we open on the very scene we're talking about. Uh we are with Cole, Albert, and Tammy in just like a lounge area in this South Dakota. They found the fanciest hotel in Buckhorn, South Dakota. They did. I don't. Yeah. 
Or they're yeah. driving to a larger town nearby, I guess. But I guess. Seems I, I had, unnecessary. Yeah. I had the impression this is supposed to be their motel. Um, where, yeah, they're sitting Tammy down to walk her through just what the Blue Rose is. Yeah, sure. Neat. It's yeah. a thing a dead lady said. Okay, sure. That's right. better yeah. than I thought it would be. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like Albert, I like Albert's intro where he's like, so back in the 50s, the military started Project Blue Book to investigate the possible existence of UFOs, and they eventually determined that there was no such thing. In other words, obviously a massive cover-up. And Tammy has like a brief <laughs> double-take moment, like, wait, what? <laughs> the, the military covered stuff up? Yeah. Well, like, her first thought is like, oh boy, Albert, why are you talking about Project Blue Book? Wait, what? It's real? Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also love that Blue Book and Blue Rose have no... No yeah, connection! No connection. No connection. Uh, because, yeah, related to Project Blue Book, the FBI then opened up uh, a special task force to investigate uh, paranormal cases called the Blue Rose cases after something one of the victims said in a case. Yeah, a dying, uh, a, a woman's last words were Blue Rose, so they were like, that's kind of raw, we could use that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, Albert just was like, so, you know, the task force consisted of, you know, uh, Gordon Cole, myself, Agent Cooper, and Ches- Chester Desmond. Yeah. Chester Desmond. Uh, yeah. And, and also Philip Jeffries, and if you notice... All of them have gone missing except me. Except me, because they're all fucking morons. Yeah. Now, the actual answer is that Mark Frost suggested Windham Earl and David Lynch spit on him <laughs> when they were writing this line. But I like the implication that means Windham Earl wasn't part of the Blue Rose. He was just his own little freaky little he thing going on. He's a freaky little guy. Yeah. <laughs> just a- Mark Frost going to David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch saying, do you not remember when I blew up his head with fire? Did, yeah. Did you forget that? Did you think that was like an accident? <laughs> you fucking I fool. I murdered your boy. <laughs> I massacred your boy. And now you come to me and want to... No, and he does not w- even no. get a name drop, you fuck. None. <laughs> Go back to writing your dumb fucking book. Oh, put Windham Earl on my book. It'll be so cool. Mark, you can write his name in the script if you want, but it's not getting said by <laughs> Miguel Ferrer. I'll tell you that I much. know Miguel, okay? <laughs> oh, man. If they name drop Windham Earl at all in this show, it's absolutely <laughs> not fucking happening. No, but and this would be the spot for it to happen because he's just listing off everybody that was involved with the freaky shit with the FBI. Yes. Uh, you th- yeah. Do you think that when David Lynch saw the the psych app, he got mad when they referenced Wendy Merle? <laughs> <laughs> I think David Lynch went, "What's psych? Leave me alone." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. But I like that image of him just enjoying it until <laughs> right, right. Oh, wait, this is minute. great, guys. Like, wait, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Do not ever say to me the words Wendy Merle. He's watching this episode like, "Wow, but Cheryl and Fed milfed up." <laughs> uh, yeah, Albert's like, listen, Tammy, we've actually been spying on you since you were in high school because we thought you'd be a good fit for the Blue Rose Task Force. We thought you'd be really totally good normal. Yeah, I mean, this is this is how the Feds work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, 
I don't know if the FBI goes that, like, I mean, I'm sure they run really extensive background checks. I don't know if they're got files on every, like, high-grade haver in high school. It's definitely how Debs works, so... Sure, well, you know what? You got me there. (laughs) From what I know, they have, like, it's a very, like, (laughs) true-to-life... Uh-huh, Debs, yeah. Yeah. That lady was gonna blow up the moon. The totally spies, really, he's just coming back. No, I was reading... (laughs) I was on Wikipedia... Because I was looking up, I, I forget why I was, but I saw there was a link to the um, to the Yang episodes of Psych. Uh huh. And the dude who plays the the I forget what the his name is in the movie uh, plays one of the, the characters in those episodes. The, 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 the cool straight guy. The cool straight guy who's also in Herbie. Scud. Oh yeah. right, right, right. Scud, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Scud, who's also in Herbie, is one of the right. main characters for that series of episodes. So. Right. I forgot that Herbie's directed by the director of Debs. Yeah. Yes. So it was just on my mind. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went wiki diving. Yeah. Anyway, Albert's just like, listen, Tammy. We just kind of needed a, uh, like. POV character for the audience so we could explain some exposition to them sometimes. It's kind of a thankless role. You want a, a new job title, though? A bump for it. And she's like, sure. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I would love that. I've been waiting for this my whole life. You're still absolutely not going to get to do anything on this show. Don't worry about it. That's she's great. Like, I right, love not course. being in danger. Yeah. <laughs> I will continue looking nice. He was like, it's cool. I got to talk with uh, Matthew Lillard for that one scene. That was fun. Yeah, did you yeah. see that? That was shaggy. I love yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as they, like, uh, formally induct her and, like, drink to her, uh, Diane comes in through the curtains. This room is surrounded by red curtains, like the fucking red room. Yeah, yeah this it's is really just, funny. This is Party City Red Room. <laughs> <laughs> this is just, yeah, it, I feel like this is the modern day version of it. The fucking bookshelves everywhere, these leather chairs. Yeah. It's all so overdone. Right, right. Again, I don't know where this fucking hotel is. Uh, But they bring her in Alfred's like hey you want a drink And he's like looks like he's offering to pour it for her And she's like well yeah I I like it on the rocks though Alright we'll get it yourself then (laughs) Sets it down in front of her and walks away Yeah he's like well you're lucky South Dakota is still in the ice age Yeah what the fuck does that mean Shut the fuck up Albert What the fuck are you talking about (laughs) Listen you gotta throw a lot of darts that don't all hit the board Um, but they now induct, uh, or they deputize Diane as a member of the Blue Rose Task Force because they need her help. Yeah, and she's like, uh, it, like, am I going to get paid? And they're like, not really. <laughs> like, kind of. Like, he sure, says, but like, not enough that you care about it. He says a small amount, but there's no way they're not going to like slide her like 15 grand after this is done. Right, he's like, some cash, not much. Uh, but You're a chance to shit. solve the mystery of Dale Cooper, that's... That's really what you want, right? And she's like, yeah, I do want that, so I guess I will waggle my cigarette at you and say, let's rock. Yeah. Yeah. Which, obviously, them inducting her must be, like, they're... It's a ruse, right? Because they already know she's, like, leaking information. Yes, obviously. It's to yeah, keep yes. her with them. Right, right, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, they actually induct Tammy, and they're like, okay, okay, now, Tammy, okay, you now gotta get on this okay. fake induction yeah, Tammy, <laughs> with Diane cool. with us. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that scene. And then another chicken on Jerry. He's still lost. He made it out of the woods. That's he something. He made it out of the woods, yeah. Is his hands covered in blood? No, no he's got red gloves, red mittens. Okay, yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris and I did the same thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
I just yeah. didn't care enough to look. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, that's the check-in with Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, that'll uh, get one of my favorite scenes of this whole fucking show. Scary. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Ashley? Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I don't, and I don't mean this in the ba- bad way, but it just seems like after, like, a bunch of, uh, like, episodes where it's like, oh, man, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh-huh. It just kind of seems like this one's a bit kind of like, eh. <laughs> this one's a little looser. It's just a lot of, like, different things happening. It's it's more in line with some of the slower-paced apps in the season. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I'd... But since stuff has happened previously, I like it more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, yeah. It, it seems like, you know, this is them, like, yeah, like, having that moment of break. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we I mean, just got the... the greatest episode in television history. Right, we got the sheer joy of the Mitchum brothers last time. My God. Yeah, gotta, gotta have a come down. Yeah. Uh, but right now, we have to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, first. Uh, Sarah Palmer's at the grocery store. She's buying nothing but Bloody Mary ingredients, and a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I. She reaches into to get a bunch of vodka, and I was like 100% convinced that something was going to reach back out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man. Yeah. No. Nothing like that. She just loads up her cart with it, yeah, alcohol it, and like tomato bloody mary mix. The horror here is just extremely sad. Yeah. 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 And then she also gets like a big carton of cigarettes at the counter. The like cashiers at this grocery store are the first time they've had teenage characters that actually look like teenagers to me in this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, like uh, this. This is a child talking to her, which fits so much better with uh. Like, what this scene's gonna be, because yes. as she's checking out, she sees, like, a display rack of jerky behind her, and she just gets, like, fixated on the turkey jerky back there. <clears throat> and just, like, I I don't remember seeing that jerky there before. And she's like, what's it like? And they're like, it's turkey jerky, it's still just regular jerky, it's just but jerky. it's made of turkey. Yeah, and just for whatever reason, this, like, one disruption in, like, the way she's used to this place being, just, like... Sets her off. Yep. <clears throat> were you were you there when they delivered it? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, they brought it in a, a week or two ago. It really seems different. And men are coming. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, both of the cashiers are just like, um, you, you okay? And she is just, like... Like melting down harder and harder, and she's just like, "I'm trying to tell you something happened. Something, you know, things can anything can happen. Something happened to me. I don't feel good, and I'm not doing any of these lines any justice at all." Fucking Grace Abriski, the yeah, goat. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. the The entire Palmer family, just amazing actors. Yeah. And she is really the one that does not get. Yeah, she's finally uh, getting uh, her turn this far yes. in. Right, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. To really, yeah, flex her acting muscles. She's not in this show that much, but every time she's in a scene, it is just mesmerizing. Like, I, is, have we seen her since she was just sitting on the no. couch watching that, like, violent no. nature show? No, this is the first no. time she's no. been in since episode one. Even that scene, though, like, there's no dialogue. It's just her being weirdly kind of entranced by this gross violence, and she's just, ah... I can watch. Yeah, I can watch so her good. watch bad TV forever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really like the part where she like starts saying something, but like it sounds like she's like distorted. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, she just ends up uh, walking out. 
Uh, yeah, she like starts talking to herself and is like, Sarah, Sarah, you have to stop this. Sarah, go to the door. Leave. You need to get out of here. Yeah, and get just, the keys. Get the keys. Yeah. Get the car keys. Uh, and <laughs> the, yeah, like the, yeah, the kids ahead. in a very realistic moment just go, all right, that just happened. <laughs> the girl has a reaction of, her, her, like, as soon as Sarah leaves, she goes, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the, the boy who was, like, bagging the girl, she's like, um... I know where she lives. I she left all her groceries here. I I, I could deliver them to her. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you just want to like. That's clearly the right thing to do, but it's not what we do here. And also, I don't want to, but I guess I should do it. <laughs> also, this is all alcohol, and I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not allowed to touch this. That's also true. Uh, um, next, we just get a nice scene after that. Yeah, we get some really sweet stuff with Carl over at the Fat Trout trailer park. This is the best. Yes. This is so good. God bless Carl. Uh, we do get, he's got the same sign that he used to have back in Deer Meadow of just like, you know, never bother me before 9 a.m. or whatever, 9.30. Yeah but, yeah, but now it's like, not just like a piece of paper stapled to his door. Yeah, he got like a nice actual sign put up. But there's kind of a, an elderly guy walking by with a cane and... Uh, Carl steps out and, like, stops him. He goes, hey, you been selling your blood again? The guy's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sir. Okay. Well, did you did you install the new propane tank? Yeah. yeah. Did you get paid for that? No, sir. All right, did you rake up? Yes, sir. <laughs> did you get paid for that? No, sir. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's 50 bucks, and do not pay me rent this month. I don't want you selling your blood to eat. That's not right. Yeah. And I, I even love that, like, he's like, listen, I know that they need blood. It's a good thing to do. But you've, you've given, given enough, enough blood. Yeah. You've given enough. And the guy just, uh, you know, he just takes it. And it's just, yeah, it's just a, like, very sweet scene of just a nice person being kind to somebody. Yep. Yeah, as you said, Luke, like cops, the only good landlords are fictional. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this fucking incredible scene afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Where we go to Las Vegas. <laughs> yes! The only Las Vegas scene in this episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where Sonny Jim is just pushing uh, Coop outside and, like, stands him out in the yard but they both have baseball clubs on, and then Sonny Jim throws a baseball at him, and it hits him in the shoulder. <laughs> and he just... The way he no-sells he it. Yeah, yeah, he no-sells it, and then the way Sonny Jim deflates, like, 0.2 seconds before the scene changes. <laughs> yes! I was dying. It's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. Oh. Perfect. No notes. <laughs> I'm glad he made it back home after his nice dinner. Yeah. The only scene we get of Dougie (laughs) this whole episode. Yeah, do you think the limo guy was like, wait, I know where he lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll get him home. It's fine. Don't worry, guys. Uh Uh, Back in Twin Peaks, Hawk pulls up to the Palmer residence and, you know, knocks on the door. And Sarah answers, and he's just like, oh, Sarah, oh, it's good to see you. Listen, we had some cases come up recently, made me think of you. As he's walking up, you just get a shot through the window that the fan of is the going. Of the fucking and, fan? Oh. 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 <laughs> that, 
That fan is the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> the, the um, I made a tweet that said the subtitle fan whirring is the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, just like they don't, they they have like the the restraint to not just recreate the fan shot, but you can just see the fan spinning through the window, and then as he's knocking to the door, there's a cut to like a close up of the fan blade spinning, and then it just uh. you know cuts to her answering the door. It's so good. Uh, it's like it's been twenty five years since Leland's dead, and that fan's still going. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, it, this, yeah, go ahead. yeah, I was just really thinking, like, man, it, she's just been in this fucking house for so long. Yeah, just and, like, alone by herself. She hasn't had anyone like else. Yeah, like that she can like really talk to about this. Yeah. And then Hawk offers, hey, if you ever need anything. Anything. <laughs> yes, yeah, anything at all, Sarah. Please call me. Uh, yeah. Now, Ashley, yeah, <laughs> Ashley uh-huh. tweeted. Does sound like he's asking to have sex with her. I don't agree, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> no, because I thought the same thing. <laughs> all right. Well, apparently, I'm the only one who's not a fucking. I mean, you know. listen. I know he's saying, listen. If you have any ghost and/or demon problems, let me know. Yes, I know this. I don't even think he's saying that. I think he's just saying, listen, if you need me for cop help or just because you need someone to listen to you, I'm here. I just kind of figured he was offering about the ghost help. Yeah, I guess she does also maybe have a ghost in there. Yeah, because she's like, he's like, the fan is on. Well, the fan is on and then like he hears some like dishes clattering. He's like, oh, is someone in there with you? She goes and she like clearly gets kind of panicked and goes, no, it's, it's just something in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, Hawk was off. Would you be like, hey, hmm? mm-hmm. you need anything you at need all? Anything? Wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hawk was definitely at one point like Mister uh, November on a <laughs> <laughs> on a uh, Twin Peaks calendar. Yes, hundred uh, percent. I really and, no good. Andy was Mister April, and it was April Fool's themed. <laughs> That's rude. But yes, it's correct, you're having though. fun. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's it's just a shot of Andy getting like hit with like a snake <laughs> from a can of peanut brittle. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy <Yes>. shirtless. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really like Grace Brisky's delivery because when she answers the door, she's just kind of fully calm and she's like Hello, Hawk. Yeah, I know why you're here. It's because I had an episode of the girl. I'm fine. And then he kind of keeps pressing, like, are you sure you're okay? And then she just kind of, like, grits her teeth at him and just kind of, like, it's a goddamn bad story, isn't it, Hawk? Yeah, and, like, the way she, like, we're making lots of jokes, but, like, yeah, she is incredible in this. And, like, the way that she's gritting her teeth, like, also, like, has her, like, suck in her cheeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where it just makes her look, like, even more, like, old and decrepit. Yeah, Scary. like, every other line she's giving, she is trying to just put up a wall of, like, no, I'm fine, I'm normal, yeah. there's no problems, and then just, like, she can't help but show just how, like, f- fucked up she is in that one line read. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the hospital, which, thank God, we have a moment of it. This is just a screenshot from the... First series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. It is a strange. I was like, oh wow, they got that original hospital to do this. But no, you're right. It's just a still image that they're zooming in on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my favorite Rocks. twin peaks. color corrected it to look more like the return <laughs> yeah my favorite twin peaks technique yeah uh, uh yeah this is just uh marion yeah yeah i already yeah, forgot her last Miriam. name yeah <laughs> uh did she have a last name Sullivan. Uh, frank that, says one in this episode but i don't remember it yeah i i was just quoting what uh ben says later oh, right yes <laughs> right right uh but yeah she's in the hospital They'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah, just to tell, yeah, she's in the hospital. Hey, looks like she's alive. Cool. Yeah, but she is fucked up. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back in Buckhorn, Diane gets a text from whoever she's been talking with. Uh, maybe Mr. C. Uh, just asking about Las Vegas, and she just texts back, they haven't asked. And then she thinks back to the coordinates she saw last episode. Oh, no, that's, a lot. that's later, that's later. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit later. Getting ahead. This episode jumps around a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, I like that she does it all caps. Yes. Yeah. Old uh, lady texting. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, I wish she did a little frowny face after they have it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then in Ben's, uh, you know, the Great Northern, Frank Truman comes in to talk to Ben and let him know, hey... We know now, because Miriam survived, that uh, your grandson is the one that ran over that little boy yeah. and killed him. I like the scene. Oh, yeah, I like it I a like lot. I like the scene a lot. Yeah. yeah. Bruce uh, did not like it as much. No? No. Uh, ben just kind of has a combination of, like, you know, just, on one hand, kind of just devastated by this news, on the other hand, like, of course he did. Of, of, course, of course Richard fucking of killed course, the yeah. kid. Why I don't know he? what I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. That boy's never been right. <laughs> boy ain't right. Boy ain't right. Uh, and he also beat the only witness within an inch of her life. She's in the hospital. She needs an operation. I was I was hoping maybe you could. He's like, yeah, no, I'm a good guy. It's fine. I'll pay for it. Yeah, it, Ben is just kind of a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's kept it. Like he clearly like is like knows that it's the right thing to do, but he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does have like. Uh, yeah, I do have to, don't I? Yeah, no, I... <laughs> like, it's less of a comedic scene, but it reminds me of when, uh, fucking Dick Tremaine got his nose bitten off, and he's like, well, you know, you should probably give me some generous workers' compensation if you're a good guy now, right? And Ben just like, God fucking damn it, I suppose yeah. I am a good guy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Miriam Sullivan, that's her name. Yeah. Uh, uh and then as they're talking about that, uh, Ben notices the uh hotel key that he's got on his desk that he got in the mail. He's like, "Oh, right. Yeah, no, I was I was planning to uh send this to Harry because we just got Dale Cooper's old room key in the mail for some reason. Weird, huh?" Yeah. The number of times they talk about Harry in the scene is so funny. <laughs> you guys don't have fun. to do all this. It's like, "Well, yeah. how's Harry?" "Oh, as you'd expect. <laughs> he's yeah. hanging in there." He's fucking it, it sick, did, huh? Yep. It, it didn't bother me as much as it has other times. Yeah, yeah but, it, it, uh, this feels more natural, but it's yeah, really but this funny is how it's you like would talk about times. a sick person that like you're sort of acquaintances with, right? Yeah. 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 It, it's it's less like, oh, he's right off screen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's gonna show up any day now. Any day now, he'll be here. Uh, What's yeah. that? We only have six more. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I also just like the delivery when Ben's like, "Oh no, we lost contact with Rich. I lost contact with Richard." Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, you it, know that kid's never going to talk to me again. Yep. Yeah, we we haven't talked ever since I stopped giving him money. He's like, 
Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they just kind of go, it, like, it's a nice scene, but they kind of, it, it feels very natural to me in the sense that they just keep hitting the same point. Like, Ben keeps asking, do you really think Harry would like this as a gift? Do you think, you think he'd like it? I hope he likes it. Would he like it? it yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he'd like it, Ben. Because <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So but you, you think you, he'd like it? <laughs> so, so you want me to, you, you want me to take it and give it to him? Yeah, if you think he'd like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess I would. Yeah. Uh, and then he calls in his secretary. Yep. And Whose name I'm blanking on. Yeah. Who remember she has a back home situation. Right. Uh, I'm sure that will come in importance one at one point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh does he tell her to send them money first or does he tell the story? The, uh, he starts he, talking about the bike first and yeah. then tells her to send the money and then starts talking about the bike again. Right. Yeah, because he tells her, yeah, oh, my my grandson Richard, you know, ran over that kid. Uh, I, you know, he never had a father and speaking of fathers, let me tell you about my father and the cool bike dad. he gave me. Yeah. He gave me a bike once. And he just kind of gets sucked into this like nostalgia memory of this cool green bike his dad gave him. And, like, how he had to, you know, it was secondhand, so it had to get a bunch of work done on it to, like, really look nice. And it kind of sucked. It wasn't a good bike, but, oh, I loved it so much. And you, like, his secretary is, like, starting to cry a little bit listening to this. Like, it's clear this is something, he's got an emotion he is tangling with that goes deeper than, hey, I've had a cool bike one time. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she can, like, see that in him, even though he's not really showing that externally very much. It reminds me a lot of um, when he was mid-breakdown in season two and had, like, the one weirdly poignant scene in the middle of that where he's, like, watching the old home movies. Exactly, yes. Right. That's exactly yes. what I thought of. Like, when Ben gets really stressed out and upset, he just kind of, like, disappears back into his childhood. He enters the nostalgia zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fucking Citizen Kane in it over here. Right. <laughs> My old favorite bike, Rosebud. <laughs> The wheels, uh, they were flat. God, I love that bike. God, I love that. That bike that my father gave me. Uh, and then he's like, right, send the money to the lady. I forgot her name, but send Yeah, uh, uh, just call the hospital. They'll know. Tell, tell, it's, tell it's Miriam something. It's really fucked up lady. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the moment where he's, like, thinking, is like, nope, don't have it. <laughs> don't have her last name. Can't get it. <laughs> Nope, that's gone. <laughs> I, I didn't pay that close attention. <laughs> uh, Start thinking about my bike too hard. <laughs> back in Buckhorn, Gordon Cole has got like a sexy French lady in a red dress <laughs> draped over him in his room. This is incredible. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> David, what are you doing? Fuck <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's fairly clear what he's doing. He's regaling yeah, this he beautiful young woman with, with tales of of his, uh, you know, police uh, history. Yeah. He we found do a get hot a... lady, and he was like, I want you in Twin Peaks The Return. Absolutely. With me. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she's French, yeah. And yeah. We do get a shot of her, you know, again, all prepared, and we do get her putting on her, her shoes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> we fucking see David. You, David. David. Uh, yeah. Although, then he gets. Do you really see her feet, though? 
Not really, but you see Not her heels. Really. You know, yeah. she shows off her heels. Yeah. Um, Albert knocks on the door and interrupts their, their little uh, <laughs> moment she, here. She puts on her jacket, then she like like sets her boobs up like. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Albert's gonna come in. Hey, I gotta talk to you about FBI stuff. Can you ask your your friend to wait for you in the bar? And he's like, Yeah, sure, uh, sweetheart. Would you wait for us in the bar? And she takes the longest anyone has ever taken to get up and leave a room. Yeah, th- this is why I, I think a lot of the stuff that takes super long is just David Lynch. Yeah. Right. This is so funny. Like, Albert's at a point with this shit where he can't even be mad. He's just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, he's, he has, this has happened to him dozens of times. Absolutely. At various hotels across America. David Lynch will find a French woman, and she will take thirty minutes to leave the room. I stopped and she asking will how be... he keeps finding French women in random small U.S. towns. <laughs> it just happens. It just happens, and it will be. Uh, nope, I lost that last thought. Sorry, no, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, Love the bike, though. <laughs> she's got to like put on her jacket and then yeah, adjust her boobs and be like, ah, how do I look? And then to put on her shoes, show them off for David. He's just like even Cole seems like he's getting a little impatient with this when he's being polite. He's like, Trey Chic. And then like she has to take a sip of the wine and she's like, oh magnifique. And she's like, Yep, it's a good one. Great tips. (laughs) Please, he would say press. Great bazongas. <laughs> this is so fucking. It takes. It might take a full five minutes. Madam, are you aware that you are in possession of an excellent pair of big honking badonkers? Okay, I just checked. It is literally four minutes of her leaving. It's longer than the sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> People didn't complain about this because they were looking at tits. Yeah. Oh no, th- this got the like. Not- I think people didn't complain about it as much just because they're used to it by this point, but it was definitely like, okay, all right, clearly something's going on with how many fucking times you're doing this, David. David just think, I he don't just understand. Likes it. Yeah, I don't understand how you get through like two seasons of Twin Peaks and not understand David loves it when things are slow. He loves it when things are slow. I do think he's doing something with how much like the overall pace of the show is slow, and there's more and more scenes where like you just hit the fucking brakes for no real reason while there are big, like, plot shit, like, big plot questions that's hanging out in the corner, like, okay, we ever gonna get to those, man? Oh, buddy. And, like, it, I think he it, both thinks it's funny and just likes the tension of, well, that's one less episode where we can get to any of that shit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I always will think of, you know, the, the waiter and yeah. also the old guy in the safe. Totally. Yeah, yes. it's, it is also just a move he likes doing. It's just a thing he keeps doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Albert and, is just... And maybe more than ever, he has full carte blanche to do whatever he <laughs> fucking wants. It can be as long and as slow as he wants it to be. He's like, I'll get the fans to give me 36 who keep this shit up. I remember before we started the return, I think, Ashley, you looked us a clip from him when they were filming the return, and, like, you hear... An assistant or, like, I, I don't know who off the side is like, okay, um, for this next take, do we want to maybe uh, do it a little faster? And he has a moment where he, like, gets legitimately angry. This was like, who the fuck cares how long a scene takes? We're doing a scene, man. Yeah! <laughs> and, like, 
She laughs it off and she's like, no, no, I mean it. Why do you keep trying to fucking speed this up? <laughs> yeah. It's like the most angry I've seen David Lynch other than the, like, people think they can watch movies on their fucking telephones. <laughs> their telephones? How, d- how dare people think they can watch slow, uh, fast movies on their telephones? <laughs> uh, That's what he really hates, is uh, how fast the internet is getting. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta slow them download speeds down. That's why he. That's why he made sure the search for the zone was a GeoCities page. So absolutely, <laughs> just getting one line of text at a time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But eventually, this woman finally leaves, and Albert is just again just motionless. He's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Lynch mm-hmm. comes back in and just like, well, you see, uh, she's visiting a friend of her mother's whose daughter has gone missing. The mother owns a turnip farm. I told her, don't worry. I'm sure her daughter will turn up eventually. <laughs> this is so good. And Albert fully no-sells the joke. No, like, exactly the same reaction <laughs> that he's been given the whole scene. And he's like, yeah, she didn't get it either, because it's a pun and it didn't translate to French. <laughs> and he just, Albert's just staring at him. Yeah, still <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and Albert's just finally like, okay, well. Shut the fuck up, because I've got <laughs> I've got important shit to tell you about. Uh, and then, yeah, just revealing that he's monitoring Diane's text still, and he saw the thing about Las Vegas, and they're both like, "What? What do we know about Las Vegas that we haven't asked her about?" Yeah, like, what what would lead us to ask her about this? Yeah. Hmm. And then. Uh, I forget what Albert's actual line is, but you know, Cole does the like I didn't hear you right bit again. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> Cole says, now if you excuse me, Albert, right now I'd like to get back to this fine Bordeaux. And Albert just goes, oh, what kind is it? <laughs> and Cole checks his watch and says, 1130. <laughs> <laughs> this one was really good. Yeah, that's a good one. And Albert, again, no-sells his joke. And Cole just puts a hand on his shoulder and goes, Albert, sometimes I really worry about you. <laughs> Which is what you sent me. <laughs> yeah, when you said you thought Hawk was trying to fuck Sarah Palmer. <laughs> In that moment, I was both Albert and Cole to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, you're, you're right to be concerned, but also, I'm right. <laughs> uh... Elsewhere in South Dakota, Hutch and Chantal are carrying out the hit that Mr. C gave them on the prison warden. <laughs> this is so casual. <laughs> yeah, it's They're really just good. They're hanging out in their murder van, you know, getting their sniper rifle ready. Yeah, they got their window open that's just for sniper rifles. Right, and Hutch is like, you sure you don't want to torture him, baby? Yeah, I'm not uh, in I, mood. I can take out his knees. And she's like, I'm hungry. I'm too hungry. I don't want to. I'm not in a torture mood right now, huh? Okay, I'm just. You, you like torturing a lot. I'm worried you, you, you'll you yes. be sad you gave up the opportunity later. Yeah, you know. Don't know when this next you know, time will come. <laughs> I said no, Hutch. Okay. All, all right. right. Just making mm-hmm. sure. Let me shoot this guy in front of his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just shoot this motherfucker in the head in front of his young son. Just, yeah, pops him in the head and just goes, next stop, Wendy's. <laughs> I, I, off. I think he shot him in the heart first, which is rude. Yeah, he shoots him in the in like the torso, and then as he's like like trying to stand up, he shoots him again in the head. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Uh yeah, the 
Next up, Wendy's got me so fucking good. <laughs> it's really funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, it rules. Yeah, Love I, these two. <laughs> I was like, do you think Wendy's paid for that promotion? <laughs> I hope so. They should have. You know, because we've got so much other, you know, uh, you know, product placement in this before that we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. It would just be funny if Wendy's was like, yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, sure. You have to name drop us somewhere. All right, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want episode 12, okay? And they're like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I know you gave Samsung 11. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, uh, I, I also like the shot of where you are looking down the sniper rifle and just see his big eye. His big eye in yeah. the, magna, the scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, as far as heartless murderers go, <laughs> I think Hutch and Chantal are all right. Yeah. <laughs> they're at least very fun about it. Yeah, yeah, they're having fun with it. Yeah, what more can you ask for? Not much. No. Uh, Jacoby still radicalizing people on Twitch. Mainly in Aideen. Yeah. He only ha- it ends up that he only has one viewer. <laughs> He's got two viewers, just, uh, Jerry and Nadine, and Jerry's lost right now. Jerry's lost right now. Yeah. No more signal. Well, yeah. no, he has three viewers. What is him? Oh, right, of course. That's true. <laughs> How many of these shovels do you think he sold? They can't possibly be that many, right? It he ha- sold well, a bunch he- to Nadine. <laughs> yeah, Nadine just keeps buying more. Maybe, but I mean, the thing is, he keeps buying more, too, so he has to keep making them. Right, he's gone through at, at minimum one batch of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is already too many. Right. I just really love his, like, weird... Uh, like, analog streaming set. Yeah, his yeah. streaming setup is so bizarre. I I feel like, yeah, this is what David Lynch would do if he was streaming. This is what how he makes those weather report videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We do get the entire gold shovel commercial again. Thank God. Yeah. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> Gotta see that one one more time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he has a mason jar just full of cigarette butts. <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that, that that fits him. And yeah, we just get more of Nadine and be like, God, I wanna fuck you so bad. <laughs> I hope I hope she hits by the end of the season. Yeah. God willing. Yeah. <laughs> See, she that's the only episode. Nice. Yeah, it's the only episode eighteen reveal I care about. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, and then we uh, get another uh, Twin Yeah, the Peak whole classic. studio audience bursts into applause as we finally get Audrey Horn. I was fucking losing it. Uh, I was it popping hurt. off. She's right there, Cheryl. That's my Fenn. girl. At last. Yeah, I, I, when I got to it, I could hear Molly like just suddenly like hoop and holler from across <laughs> the city. Yeah, across the city at work. <laughs> you just suddenly started clapping and didn't know why. <laughs> Yeah, we cut in. She's only her. gotten hotter. Yeah, she, she I really mean, has. not right. <laughs> <laughs> she looks real good. <laughs> she is in just like a silent standoff with who we're going to learn is her husband, Charlie, who is they're like in his study or something. And he is just sitting at his desk with just loads of papers everywhere. He and His desk is right like behind. 
or like in front of like two doors. It's You're just right, a weird, yeah. <laughs> that's a weird choice. That is a weird place to put a desk. Uh, and they're just kind of, like, glaring at each other, and eventually she starts talking. It's like, alright, I'm tired of waiting for the phone to ring. We gotta go find Billy, okay? He's been missing for two days, and no one's seen him anywhere. We've looked everywhere. I, I can't imagine why he'd be at the roadhouse, but it's the only place we haven't looked. We gotta go there. Uh, I have a quick addition to add. Do you think yeah, yeah, yeah. he put his desk there because she was like, well, my dad had a crime door, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Absolutely! <laughs> I think it's really useful. <laughs> you know what, Audrey? I didn't believe you about the crime door thing, but it actually does work it's pretty working well. It's out. Working out. <laughs> Not a lot of love in our marriage these days, but I gotta say, I'll take that with me forever. Uh, and yeah, so, I don't know if, I think it was episode nine. I don't know if either of you remember this. The last scene of it was the double R and like a guy just came sprinting in, like through the room. Hey, has anyone oh, seen Billy? Yeah, yeah. And then no one answers oh. him and he just runs out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. So that's been a silently simmering plot line, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, Audrey also I, wants to know who's seen Billy. I thought Billy was their son for a bit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, but then she was like, I'm, I'm fucking Billy. And I'm like, I hope it is not her son. <laughs> God. Really weird carryover from the psych episode. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably Billy Zane. <laughs> right, Molly? That's what I was saying. She's going after be. the wrong Billy. <laughs> we, now, we have She's not seen Billy. She's hunting for real life Billy Zane. Maybe we, real life Billy sure Zane's in this show. Billy? You sure we haven't seen Billy? Because I think Billy might be the guy that Richard fucking killed over the car. That's possible, yeah. That's that's a theory. Yeah, I hear you. Because I might think I think it might be that guy based on the conversation this guy has with Tina. Right, right. You don't uh, hear her half of it, but uh... it de- Billy is involved in a stolen truck, so yeah, it, it yeah it seems likely that he is at least connected to that guy. Yeah. Um. Maybe Billy's the guy who killed that guy. I don't know. Right. But Charlie doesn't want to go to the roadhouse. He's so sleepy. He's and he's so got so tired. much paperwork. And he's got do. so much paperwork. Uh, Audrey, I, my, I'm struggling to keep my eyes open. And look, I'm on a deadline. Listen. Look, I got so much paperwork. Billy can wait till morning, right? And Audrey's just not having it. She is just... If I was being uncharitable, I might say this is, oh, hey, yet another character that's... A, a woman character on the show that does nothing but scream at their husband, but I like Audrey, and she's right too. So yeah, uh, no, uh, this is just Audrey Horn. <laughs> the problem is that Audrey's she has always other correct. Traits. So, <laughs> uh, so oh, th- that does remind me. Um, initially, this whole plot line uh, it was not part of the show. Um, Aud- uh, Sherilyn Fenn has talked about when she was given the script. You know, when they were talking about you know whether she'd come back for it, she was like, "I'd love to come back to Twin Peaks." That'd be so much fun, um, but this part you wrote for me is dog shit. I can't do this. I'm I will not do what Damn. you wrote here. And uh, they she like talked it through with uh, both Lynch and Frost, and they went away and wrote this instead. She's like, okay, yeah, no, I like this. I can do this. All um, right. As far as I know, there's no info on like what her original part in the show is supposed to be. I can't find any like. Um, Proof. I don't. I think it's just speculation, but I've seen a lot of different people speculate that 
originally she was supposed to be the one taking care of Johnny Horn, who gets like shoved down. Oh like, yeah, instead yeah, of her that, mom. Yeah, yeah which that makes, makes sense. sense. That would I, I could see that. Yeah, like, uh, that's a plausible idea. Yeah, I also <laughs> we kind of discussed, uh, you know, some of the writing on women on this season is not the best. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's behind the scenes footage of like. Lynch and Sherilyn Fenn sitting down to talk about this scene and they're just kind of talking it through casually and like smoking and he's like okay so you're you know talking to your husband and he's you need his help to find to find this guy but he was not helping you and you're just getting madder and madder and you're you're really giving him the business and Sherilyn Fenn just goes oh you mean the way I gave you the business when I saw the first draft of this script he's like yeah exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> she kind of cracks up laughing like, yeah you little brat I know where this, where this comes from God, <laughs> you, I can, I yelled at you because you wrote me a dog shit scene, so you changed it to be a scene about me yelling at an asshole. I get it. I see what you're doing, David. <laughs> um, but yeah, they kind of just go back and forth for a while. She admits that she's sleeping with Billy. Um, Charlie keeps trying to like, listen, Audrey, I just want what's best for you, but I'm not gonna, I don't know about those papers you want me to sign. Uh, I think my lawyer needs to look at those. And she's like, how about, if I, how about if I have a guy fucking kill you? How about that, Charlie's Charlie? fucking weird. He's got weird vibes. He's got weird vibes. Because, yeah, yeah. Wes, like, she starts talking about how, yeah, she doesn't, you know, love him. She wants out of this marriage. She's like, we have a contract together. You would renege on our contract? contract. Audrey. Oh. Audrey, you got a crime husband? Like, he's he more got a upset about husband. the he idea that the they break their marital contract than the fact that his wife doesn't love him? Yeah. He's a weird guy. He is a weird guy. But eventually, she convinces him to call Tina so that he doesn't have to go to the roadhouse because he's just so sleepy. And he he calls up Tina for it because she hates Tina, we find out. She hates Tina. Can't stand to be in the Can't same s- room as her. Call that, call that bitch. Call that bitch. <laughs> uh, so she he talks to her and we don't get Tina's side of the conversation. Uh, we do constantly get him like, yeah, I know, Tina. I'm really sorry about calling so late as he stares at Audrey. Yeah. And Audrey's and just, she like, just gives... yeah, keep going. I'm, I don't care. Yeah. But eventually, yeah, she starts telling him what she knows about Billy. Because she's the last one who saw Billy. Supposedly. Right, according to another guy whose name... According to Paul. And Paul's, you know, certifiable. So yeah. maybe that's... Who knows? Yeah. We're getting, like, a lot of names thrown around that we have no context for. Yes. Yeah. This will happen for the next 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, this is a new game David Lynch has learned that he likes, <laughs> along with slow old men. This this scene with Charlie and Audrey is really long. It is, yeah. Uh, like I I like it because I love to look at uh, to look at Audrey Horn on my TV screen. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, but it is very long. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it, it's long and it's got this weird like looping energy to it. Where like they just they're not even like. They're arguing, but they're making zero progress in this argument. Like, they're just going in circles over and over. It's the argumentative yeah. version of the earlier scene with Ben Horn. Yeah, very much so. And, like, yeah, I've been in arguments like this. I get it. But, yeah, it is it is just... They're just, like, trapped in this conversation loop yeah. until he finally calls Tina. It's, it's uh, a good thing that I like this scene. <laughs> yeah. I, I think both of them, obviously Sherilyn Fenn, great. I think, I don't know the guy's name who plays Charlie. I think he does what he's being asked to do really well. Yeah. I think with worse actors, this scene would be fucking 
abysmal. I can yes. very easily imagine just the version of this where just, oh my god, I'm so bored. Stop it. Yeah, that it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that scene yeah, is so the scene as written with worse people. Really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie's actor is named Clark Middleton. Clark Middleton. Yeah. Um, so he's talking to Tina on the phone, and we don't get her side of the conversation, but we get from context he, she's telling him some really crazy stuff because he's just like, "Oh my god, re- this is incredible! Wow, really? Wow." Yeah, don't worry, I won't, I won't. I promise, I won't. Clearly, she's saying, whatever you do, you can't tell do your wife. Do not tell Audrey. And Audrey is just like, <laughs> like, motioning, like, come on. Hurry it up. <laughs> so then he hangs up on her, and then just goes back to staring at Audrey, and there's just another long beat of silence where she goes, you're not gonna tell me what she said? You're not even gonna fucking tell me what she said? <laughs> <laughs> No, Charlie doesn't renege on a contract. He made He's a like, contract with her. I promised. Yeah. Uh, and Audrey could, looks about ready to tear him in half, but we cut away at that point. She should. I hope we yeah. come back and he's torn in half. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say that I've looked this up. Yeah. Uh, you know, looked up the actor's name, and I found out that he has also passed. Yes, he passed away um, not too long after this. He had, like... Um, some kind of chronic arthritis condition from like a pretty young age. Uh, yeah, he's like he died fairly young, right? I think he was in like his fifties. Uh, he died sixty three. Sixty three. That's that's still pretty young. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So bummer. I like him in this a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He. It looks like he had had a lot of like kind of that guy performances on television shows that are well-liked, but I did not watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't recognize him from other stuff, but yeah. Um, meanwhile, back in Buckhorn, uh, it's like super late now. The bar and the hotel is like closed. They're vacuuming, but Diane's still hanging out here. And she takes out her phone and starts uh, remembering the coordinates that she saw on the, on the secretary's arm, Ruth's arm, I guess. And, uh, Starts typing them in, and wouldn't you know? <laughs> this is some great. David Lynch has never seen computer shit. <laughs> David Lynch has never seen computers, but also I do just love like, right? Yeah, obviously the coordinates go to Twin Peaks, right? I should have thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Where else would they possibly go? Yes, of course. I love when she's typing it in, and she types coordinates yes! <laughs> plus two. Okay, got it. <laughs> Why plus two? Twin Peaks? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. It's just a... Uh, just like the like really like staggered zoom-ins. Yeah. <laughs> like the... Yeah, it rules. <laughs> Computer enhanced. Uh, I, I really wanted to, as the question posed, just have the bit where it just says Twin Peaks uh-huh. on her phone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I couldn't find a good screenshot of it online. Yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. And I, yeah, again, it, it's obvious in retrospect, but I definitely remember having the one like, oh shit, of course, Twin Peaks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was extremely like, right, I should have thought of that. They already pulled this move in Firewalk with me, but I can I can very easily imagine a version of this where the Twin Peaks theme starts as soon as she zooms in far <laughs> enough. Yeah. It, it should have done a thing where it's, like, zooming in on the satellite, and at a certain point, it just gets to yeah. the intro, the title sequence. 
<laughs> she switches over to like the the photo view, and it's the sign. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. zooms in far enough. Laura Palmer's face appears on the phone. Yes. <laughs> it's like yeah, I got. I went through the clouds, and like part of the cloud was just Laura Palmer's face. It's weird. That orb like, was weird. Yeah. It's what a the weirdest Google Maps Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, Google. Put Laura Palmer. <laughs> Put Shirley's face over <laughs> fucking whatever that town's called in real life in Washington. Nobody in Northeast Washington's gonna care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, over at the Roadhouse, uh, we got two more people we haven't seen. This is what the second time we've just kind of had a scene of people we don't know hanging out of the Roadhouse. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and it's similar to the Audrey and Charlie thing where they're just talking a lot about a bunch of names we've never heard before. Except I don't care about these people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, where's Angela? Well, I don't know. She's probably hanging out with, with Tom. Oh, Tom, I saw him hanging out with Mary the other night. And Angela really fucking hates him. Yeah. Please, it's Clark, isn't it? Oh, Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they're just kind of going back and forth. I, I kind of like that we're just getting like yeah, I don't know. We could be following any random group of people in here and get, like, the same soap opera bullshit drama you get at Twin Peaks. Yeah, I guess this feels less soap opera and more just... And partly just because it's, like, more modern day. It just feels sure. like this could be an episode of Girls. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is not, as, like, my favorite scene. In Twin- I like it just fine. I-, I like it as, like, a piece of texture, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's and- fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you get a it's lot very, of go ahead. displays of the Heineken beers that they're holding. That is true. Yes. <laughs> uh, and at least it is less gross than the last time we had this, where it was that lady scratching her armpit. Yeah, no one scratches a gross rash in this and, scene instead. And drinks the emptiest can in history. <laughs> That's true. There's liquid in these Heineken bottles. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's something in them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, another guy comes in and is yeah, like... Yeah, their friend Trick. <laughs> Trick. I love Who, this. This was great. Yeah. yeah. Like, the ladies kind of look like mid-twenties. I don't know why, but, like, he looks like m- mid to late forties, but styled to look mid-twenties. <laughs> <laughs> he just has that hair that doesn't feel like it's, like, his actual hair. Right, he runs in, he's he's all kind of stressed out because someone almost ran him off the road. It's Richard. Uh, he was just driving here, and somebody driving on the wrong side of the road nearly hit him. He had to swerve to get around them. Pointing, that's Richard. That's Richard. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen one other guy drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know. And they're just like, put them as oh, like... Oh, do you know why? It's because this guy looks like fake Nathan Fillion. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. (laughs) Uh, He holds out his hand to show it's shaking from how jittery he is, and I can. Oh God, I did not even think to look up. Like, oh, there's so many people freaking. Oh, Bob. Bob handshake. No. 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 First of Uh, all, wrong hand. Second of all, not enough shaking. Is it the wrong hand? I think it's supposed to be the left. Yeah, you're right. The left hand. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but the one of the ladies just goes, "Isn't he under house arrest?" And they're yeah. like, no, Trick's got, that. that's behind Trick now. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, cool. Trick's Free gone, man. Whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and, we get the, we get played out. Yeah, and then another generic by... white girl with bangs plays I, us I, out. Yeah, who is, I think this is another repeat act. 
Yeah, I think, yeah. I think this was the first one where we're like, yeah, yeah I think this, this is, is Chromatics again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're the first band. Yeah, yeah, from the, yeah, episode two. Better, episode two had a better song, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, this did not make any impression on me. It's fine. We also get, like, a lot of lead up to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's episode twelve. Again, not you know the most uh, it's, it's not a barn a, yeah. burner, but it's a it's a kind of more laid back. Yeah, even but, though we have you know some not laid back things. Right. I was very time. positive coming out on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I liked seeing Audrey. I liked the slowest escort in the world leaving David Lynch's room. That's you know what, that's true. Any episode that was gonna have the return of Audrey was gonna be one of my faves. So yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> love the Sarah Palmer scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. Fucked up. Every time I think like she should leave that house, I'm like, how would she do that? There's no way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it really like the housing market is just in crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone been in that house other than her since that fucking? Uh, uh, wake they had in season two. Who, Probably, what, but wh- not very many. Yeah, <laughs> what's ever in the kitchen? Well, yeah, that's yeah, true. Whatever. That was the horse. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> she just horse, got the horse, horse moved in. in. <laughs> <laughs> she puked uh, out the gross moth she swallowed as a teenager. It's a right, roommate yeah, now. It's a roommate yeah. now. They have a real that, frog and toad situation. We have a, we have like a whole gamer comic vibe behind the <laughs> store. <laughs> God, uh. Do you have any? Do you guys want questions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from at Juneberry Cake. Did you play any sports as a kid, either on actual team or just with family slash friends in the yard? Um, I when I was really little, I played soccer. But um, well, I was on a soccer team. I think saying that I played soccer is being very <laughs> generous to me. Uh, because what I did was stare at the sky and spin in circles while all the other kids played soccer on the other end of the field. <laughs> and yeah. then at one point, uh, kicked the ball into our own goal and got everybody mad at me. <laughs> you know what, Luke? That they are right to be mad at you about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, my parents were like, all right, we, did, we don't have an athletic kid. Uh, I, I played a lot of sports, weirdly. Yeah. Just as someone who is not into sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a lot of t-ball and baseball, uh, although I got the right field, uh, like, kind of dead spot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I played some soccer. Uh, I, I was on a, like, neighborhood, uh, street hockey team. I was the goalie, and I even had the big goalie mask. Uh, but I was messing around with one of my friends... Uh, in my driveway, and he did a slap shot that hit me right next to my eye. Oh, I knew about this! Yeah. Uh, and like, gave me a big old like, cut right there. Oofa-doofa. Again, right next to my eye, but it just missed. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of when my parents were like, okay, you can't do. Yeah. (laughs) I got, one of my friends, uh, hit me in the face with a stick on accident when we were playing out and kind of the wooded area behind my house, and I got, like, a huge lump that, like, sagged over my eye. Because it was, like, right above my yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then, yeah, also, I was a skate skater kid. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't that good at it. I was mostly the, the photographer and filmer. Yeah. 
My dad, uh, one year, in a desperate bid to get his child more active and outside, bought me this thing called a trike. Have either of you heard of this? It's like T-R-I-K-K-E. Uh, uh, no, not with the second K. I was going to say that's how you shorten tricycle. No, no, it's not a tricycle. Not a tri- let me Let me show you an image of one of these things. Oh, oh yes, I have seen this before. Okay, I'm, I'm pasting it in the Skype chat for Please. Molly. Um, well, hold on. If it will, where'd, where'd my Skype chat go? There it is. Oh, hey, there's Al Strobel. Hey, Al Strobel. <laughs> hey, Al still hanging out in our chat from last week. Uh, <laughs> one of these things. Oh, so this is like a scooter for nerds. Kind of a scooter for nerds. You kind of had to work back and forth. Like, yeah. It's sort of like if a scooter had like a fork and you had like, you know, uh, two different platforms for your feet. And you kind of had to work back and forth to kind of pump it forward. So it could, like, get uphill in a way a scooter can't very well. Right. Um, and he was just very, like, yeah, no, this thing's so cool. I saw it on the internet. You sh- you know, Merry Christmas. I'm like, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. I guess I'll go outside and try to make some use of this fucking thing. How'd it go? Not well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually do remember seeing these now that you've posted the image, but. Okay. Uh, I, I, that got me thinking about a scooter that I owned, and I just found an image of it, and I just want to share it with you. Uh-huh. That's a skateboard with a handle attached to it. Yes, a Joe Cool skateboard. Yeah, more importantly, it does have Joe Cool and a <laughs> bunch of, uh, you know, Woodstock birds. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I played a number of sports. <laughs> Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. My uh we we lived pretty close to my cousins when I was younger. Uh so it was very easy to get a bunch of people together to do various sporting things. Mm-hmm. Uh and I played little league for yeah, five or six years until we moved away from them and I was sad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh and then uh, mostly I stopped doing sports stuff after, like, I realized, like, oh, I'm not supposed to hurt, have a hurt body all the time? Okay, Oh, no, well, yeah. 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 Uh, oh. and then, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, I remembered that I also played, uh, a good amount of basketball in my, uh, high school days. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I was weirdly, like, pretty okay at. But, like... Sure. Uh... Never a good enough to be like a off bench person on the team, right? Uh, and by that time, I'd already gotten into anime, so I was a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And then uh, what was the thing? I, and then I also stopped uh, because I was better at football in freshman year of high school than the guy they had for the uh, as the quarterback for the freshman high school team. Uh, and he was very mad at me about it, so I just kind of stopped doing stuff. Yeah. I did in middle school try to be... I, I joined the wrestling team in, like, sixth grade. And, um, you know, we don't got to go into a lot of details. Did get that coach fired for being abusive, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes Uh-oh. sense. <laughs> just nothing what I know like, about wrestling coaches. Yeah, nothing in the sense of, like, you know, really... What he did was he worked me way too hard all the yeah. time because I was a fat kid. Because you're fat you know, kid, try, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, be a little more active, but, you know. I'll just fix it right now by making you do a few extra push-ups. Turns out you're not supposed to exercise until you're foaming at the mouth, weirdly. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 
the main thing I remember from my basketball days is people thought it was very funny whenever I cussed. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you now, a podcast of your own. Yeah. Well, like, people were like, oh, you're always, like, so quiet and, like, so... Right. Like, I don't imagine you, like, having, like, any, like, you know, non-white bread thoughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like... People just don't ask. Yeah. And yeah, now look at me. (laughs) (laughs) An internet pervert. (laughs) Uh, From actual Fox Lexi. uh, If you're founding a weird club, what would your crazy induction ceremony be? Hmm. I I didn't make a good question post for this because I found out that I was fired right as I was making it. Right as you were doing it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Uh, a weird club. First of all, I don't even know what weird club I would start. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really weird. Let alone yeah, a hazing ritual. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the weird clubs I start just are podcasts. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is a weird club, really. We did, we did start it. totally a prize club. Yeah. Uh-huh. We did start a totally spies fan club in our late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. What, could you really call it a fan club when you get I, down to it? At, at the beginning, at the very least, there was affection there. Not a lot. I, Molly, we have the tapes. Not a lot. <laughs> I, I think we have also, like, weirdly gotten back around to some sort of affection. I have some affection for Totally Spies. In part because it's such an important part of my uh. friendship with my two best friends. Yeah, I care about you two a lot more than I care about <laughs> fucking Totally Spies. Yeah, but the problem is I associate you two with Totally Spies. Yeah. It's like the way I associate Luke and you with Homesuck. Right. Horrible. <laughs> Just a truly toxic cocktail. Yeah. Not good. It's bad. No. The club Luke started was to get people to read Homestuck, and that is the worst thing you could do to somebody. I, yeah, a real that, that is up also thing to the do. hazing ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah being in the club is its own hazing ritual. Nightmare. I'm just thinking of the Simpsons episode about the stonecutters, where they pretend to take you on top of a big building and push you off, but you're what actually just like, but you're actually just like a foot off the ground. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. I would die in real life. Yeah, the the, the joke is that uh, the floor gives way under Homer and he just goes through actual five stories. Oh. Uh, and then at the end he goes, my blindfold came off, do I have to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's yeah, a question. Sorry, I don't, have a, I don't have a good answer for you, Lexi. Yeah. But I did read Homestuck, so. That's true. That's what you get. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Luke, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon, Become Your Best Self. Season 3 is fully underway now. That's right. Eidolon, Disco, Eidolon, Ska, they're both happening. Good times. That's right. Uh, yeah, go listen to those. They're good. And then- Ska 1 is free when you hear this episode, and Disco 2 is on the Patreon. That's true. 
uh, which you should subscribe to because I want us to get to the top 1,000 podcasts on Patreon because I like seeing the line graph go up. We like when number go up. That's well <gasps> I like established when on up. this show. Yeah. Yes. I've never been much into idle clickers, but <laughs> the idle clicker called Graftreon.com has really got me hooked. Yeah. Unfortunately, it requires a lot of uh, outside. It's kind of a kind of a situation, kind of a pyramid scheme type. <laughs> you know, I would a pyramid scheme would imply that our our subscribers are getting other people to subscribe to them. Why? I, I yeah, think of it, that's you know, not true. It's a very flat structure. Just I'm at the top of it. <laughs> uh huh. It's more of like an obelisk scheme. <laughs> it's it's kind of like we're crowd surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's called crowdsourcing. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. I love to I love crowdsourcing money from people. Who doesn't? Ashley, where can find you on the internet? Uh you can find me at your underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give uh, Ashley, give your, Ashley fucking your fucking money. Do it. Please. Please. Do it. Molly, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend with Y-E-R, audioinstrument.com, I need mail.com, segmentsgame.club. Um, we're going to be talking about Dead Space, like I said, at the top of this episode. Uh, that episode will be out on October 31st for Halloween. Fun times. Ooh. Yeah, scary. Um, that game is kind of scary, though. But it's mostly jump scares. Yeah. Which is fine. I just am surprised that I like it as much as I do because I don't like being jump scared. <laughs> Oh, sure. But, I mean, yeah. like, Resident Evil 4 has, like, some jump scares. It has uh, exactly one I can think of. Resident Evil 4 is also so fucking goofy all the time. It is very goofy That's all true, the time. that's true. Your right hand comes off. If they fix that fucking apostrophe in the remake, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna burn down their building. Yeah. Um... Yep, that's it. I forgot everything else. Get us out of here. Uh, until next time, damn fine podcast. Damn fine podcast. So true. True.